welcome to episode four, season two of Straighten Your Crown. Now, oh, I'm so sorry. We're here with Christy and oh, Pete. Hi. <laughs> Every week, guys, you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're talking about making sure that your business has like a really clear point being the solution to somebody's problem and then at the very end we're going to talk about how we're going to get that out to the people and how we're going to make them want to buy our solution so that one's kind of going to be a little bit about bees so we're going to throw it over to christy to say four words and then b's going to take over Host, and then we don't listen to the host. What did the host say? What? What are you doing? I'll just sit here in the corner. This is just by how pretty you look, babe. That's my <laughs> name. Good answer. I know. All right, so Christy, thoughts? Being a solution. Okay, so I think that when you start a business, and like we did with Empress Athleticus as well, yeah, you need to have a problem that needs to be fixed. Because if there's not a problem that needs to be fixed, you're just selling something either for money or for the sake of selling it and hoping mm-hmm. that someone will buy it. Yeah. So, you don't want to do that. No. Um, so, yeah, be a solution to something. So, find a problem. Like, um, we were joking about this before, but it's like, you know, have you ever had problems when you're grating this potato and the thing happens? You need this um, potato thing for two ninety nine. Or easy payment for $59.99. <laughs> and with your potato thingy comes, yeah. So I think, yeah, you need to find a problem. And I think easily, if there's a problem that you have or an issue mm. that you're having with something, you know, where it's like, I really love these leggings, but I wish that they were just, you know, I, I wish that they were higher waisted or I wish that they had more support around here or I wish that my bottom didn't look low in these or whatever it is. Mm. Find an issue that you're having. Um, and I think you obviously need to be passionate about what it is you're doing yeah, as well definitely. there's no point selling cups if you hate cups um <laughs> i'd like to just drop it in the comments if you hate cups <laughs> i want to so meet wrong. you <laughs> um so yeah i think yeah initially find a problem and then if you can come up with a solution for that problem and the more people that have this problem the more people are going to need this solution that you're going yeah. to come up with. I think that that's... Oh, sorry. I was just going to no. say... No. no, I was actually going to throw it to you. I was going to do hosting and be like, Hey, B, you're really good at things. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about it. Oh, problem solutions are yeah. where I thrive. And it's because that's marketing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's because you have to convince people that they also have this issue. People yeah. don't know this, though. People think marketing yeah. is really hard. And it is really hard. Yeah, so I'm is. not trying to trivialize. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is really hard. Once, like I said, it's just like business. Once you have the formula, it's really, really easy. Yeah. But it's understanding the formula and how you're actually going to market things. And problem solution is a massive part of it. Yeah. So, for instance, let's continue to use this potato grater. Mm-hmm. And the reason everybody have that problem, (laughs) we use that infomercial voice because that's the marketing that, you know, is a common thing that we're used to hearing. And you watch those things and you go, I didn't even know I had that problem, but now I do. I also need that potato grated thing. And that is marketing, convincing your audience that they either have this problem already or convincing them that they didn't even know they had a problem, but now we have a solution. Mm. And, and even if not quite difficult, you don't have to convince all the time. It's just even telling them about it. It's mm-hmm. like you didn't know you had that issue with the potato thing that we don't even have until we just <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> and also, too, even with our gear, like, you know, we have 
our bands sit really, really low because we want tummy control lower down. It's great for C-sections. It's great, you know, to avoid having a front bum. Um, you know, we want to make your booty look really, really good. It goes with hip dips. Like there's so many little things that we've thought about to go, okay, here are all the problems that we're having. Here are all the problems our customers are having. Here's a massive solution for that. And then obviously when we do our marketing, we use that solution strategy to then push that information out to our customers. So they go, Oh, oh, I too have a I also, I too have yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I too have a waist. <laughs> I have a waist? No way. <laughs> um I think but our biggest solution our, our biggest problem sorry is there's not enough options for bigger girls that are actually going to fit them correctly mm. and it was easy for us because we've just always got okay so that's our that's our end goal solution well is this product line going to fit within that solution mm. yes no yes perfect let's push it yeah. if it's not then it's kind of like well, maybe we can find a way that that could work mm. for that kind yeah. of audience mm. and it makes every it just makes everything a lot more seamless so again yes you've got to still come up with your dream mm. but you've got to make sure your dream isn't just my why is to make money. I want to sell cups because I need money and that's it. No, I want to sell cups because I want, you know, a really beautiful cup at an affordable price because I want to have crystal without paying crystal prices. You know, like there's little things in there that there's a why there. So like the point of difference that uh -huh. you're talking about as well. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that cup example where it's like I need a bigger cup because all of the cups that I've mm. otherwise seen, or if I do see a bigger cup, they're super expensive. So I want to make a bigger cup that's beautiful but still at a decent price. Exactly. Again, so find a problem that you have and then come up with a solution to fix yeah. that and mm. then use that in your marketing to be able to explain to people why they do have that same and convincing problem. people that they either have this issue or how to fix the issue which we were having this conversation while you know maddie's preempt us for the question thanks for that babe. we really love it um but christy said is there um a pointless product and i said no because i feel like you could never like for instance if you wanted to start an active web business there's tons of people that do activewear, but what's your point of difference? Mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You could go into the biggest flooded market that there is out there, but if you have a better point of difference or if you have a point of difference, you're good, babe. Oh, yeah. Same thing too. James has a sunglasses business. We're going to keep using this example. It's on topic. It's on topic. Gorilla um, sunglasses. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> um, the, reason, <laughs> the reason he started it is... Yes, obviously he wants to get some sunglasses, but it is so hard for, for us to find sunglasses for James because he has a big head. And find, trying to find sunglasses that are wide enough to fit his head is really, really difficult. That's his point of difference. So yes, he's a sunglass company, but he's a sunglass company with a point of difference. So I don't actually think that there is any pointless it's products. probably even helpful, I think, just like on that, I, I completely agree. I don't think that there's pointless products. With Empress Athleticus, you know, we can talk to you guys if you're interested in hearing it about <laughs> some of the you know some of the problems that um, our customers and even that we were having with you know different brands and you know how we worked yeah. through solutions to those things well isn't yeah, that right. isn't that the whole reason why you were thinking about starting and you know an apparel business obviously it turned out to be empress athleticus is because you found it difficult during your pregnancies to find clothes that fit oh shit buddy. i even forgot that, that. oh jeez oh, i'm she sorry remembers everything <laughs> <laughs> you 
know, but, but it's the same as um, why B, why you wanted to do the active wear thing still is because, you know, it's, you can always be better. You can always give more options. You can always, you know, expand to include more people into that. And that's, it, it, sure, it's a market. You can go and you can buy a pair of leggings wherever you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> This is smooth. <laughs> he comes on Wednesdays. So, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing with my issues is sizing. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. sizing is actually effed. There is no regulations when it comes to sizing. So um, companies can offer whatever the hell they want. And you'll notice it if you ever go jean shopping, for instance. Oh. You get one yeah. size from one company, one size from another company, one size from another company. You get all size 10s. They're all completely different yeah. because there are no regulations. Mm. It is a little bit better for men because they work off inches. Well, we don't work off inches. And because women are all shaped so differently, it makes it really difficult for us to purchase. So particularly the as the sizes become... Oh, 100%. Yeah, because well, people don't understand that when you're bigger, you need... Different things. Different things. It's we kind need of different like um, a silly concept where they think that if you're bigger in size or as the sizes go up, your arms and legs get longer as well. Mm -hmm. Where you'll have, you know, jumpers that are down here. It's just... In fairness though, I have really long arms and, <laughs> and nothing ever goes to the wrist. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's obviously yeah. like with us, sizing is a massive mm -hmm. issue for me personally. Mm -hmm. It frustrates me. Brands frustrate me. And I even shopping for myself, I just don't like shopping yeah. because it's too hard. I like shoe shopping because a size eight is going to fit me yeah. or a size yeah. nine. There's not many, you know, variations with it, but actual closure is very frustrating. So we kind of wanted to take that frustration out of shopping and make it easier for our customers to purchase. Yeah. Um, so we made sure that our sizing chart wasn't generic. It's a custom sizing chart for us. Mm -hmm. Meaning that it's going to be based on your measurements. That is the size that you buy. And obviously having the amount of stretch that we have, we can cover so many in-between sizes and offer so many variations for so many different people. So active wear is also very easy for us to wear. And that's why I personally love wearing anything stretchy mm -hmm. because I've got room to move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you... On the other hand. Me, on the other hand. So I had issues, um, like huge issues with... Um, sizing when I was pregnant. So I was still practicing as a lawyer. So I, you know, I couldn't wear, you know, active wear, for instance, to court, and I couldn't wear pajamas, which I spent mm. a lot of my pregnancy mm. wearing. Um, and I know that you're only pregnant for a short period of time. So, you know, I, I get that concept, but still there's um, a fluctuation, a huge fluctuation of sizing yeah. um, all the way up and then all the way back. Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought there was huge inequality. Um, so, if I wanted, if, as my size became larger, um, as I got bigger, um, I found it really, really difficult to find sizing for anything. Yeah. Or what was available to me, I had to look absolutely ridiculous. You know, so yeah. I love wearing my Q dresses, you know, I've got my Michael Kors handbags and all of those things. Suddenly I'm pregnant, I'm a bigger size and I have to wear, I don't know, uh, a black dress covered in red hearts with frills all over it. Beautiful. Like, what I is that, this? That's this lawyer is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so any style that I had, I now couldn't have anymore because of my size. Mm. First problem. Second problem, you walk into say any Westfield or any Stocklands or any of those. Um, how unfair is this? Pretty much every store in there caters for say size eight to 12. 
But then if you're beyond that, your sizing becomes quite difficult um, mm. or you're not catered for at all. Mm. So if you're beyond those sort of smaller sizes, yeah, there's what, like three stores that you know you walk into. And I realized that and it's like, this is a massive problem, not just for me when I was pregnant and fluctuating in sizes, mm. but for anybody that's fluctuating in sizes or anybody that is a larger size, mm. it's, it's just unequal, unfair. Yeah. And what? it's really, it's really silly because as women, we do. Like throughout, throughout the month, yeah. You know, also, throughout our yeah. cycles, we we change and we fluctuate, and we you oh, know sometimes my weigh six centimeters changes oh, within yeah. my month cycle. Mm. I go and up it's... like four kilos, up and down four kilos in a month. Yeah, like... just just because of the way that our body is. Like it's yeah. so it's so silly it's to normal. think that one person has to be one size. And I think there was that thing that went viral on TikTok that got shared around all the time, where somebody was like, "Hey, the clothes are supposed to fit me. I'm not supposed to fit my clothes," and that is. Like it's it's eye opening. I, can I make a it. thing of that too? What makes me laugh so much is be like, oh my god, I don't fit a size twelve, and I'm like, what is, is a, what size is a size twelve? That doesn't yeah. even exist for you. Like you're putting yourself into you're trying to have a goal size, but that goal size is irrelevant. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't exist. Like the other thing that frustrates. Sorry, sorry. No. The other thing that frustrates me is shut. Quiet, host. How dare you? <laughs> me with sizing is the, actually the in-between so uh you've got yeah. size to size yeah, 12 yeah, yeah. size 14 to size 18 and then you've got size 18 up to the bigger sizes my issue is nothing's cool yeah. it's so lame my options are shit yeah a city chick, I, I quite like city chick because every now and then I find decent pieces from city chick um, and it fits my arms all right, but I'm an extra small at city chick. Mm. So some things are too big for me at city chick, and that's the biggest, like, where, where, where just, do I go? Just, you know it's what just I mean? sizing, it's, just it's so like, call it what hard. you want. It's what the very, hell? very annoying. It's so yeah, so sizing is definitely F. Yeah, um, like so it. that's one like of it. our biggest problem solutions mm -hmm. is offering, and this is again the why. That's one of our whys, guys. So when we open our other brands, eventually they're all going to be correlated. Mm. Yeah. Was that a hint? Was that a big? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So you're finding your problem solution. You're coming up with a good plan as to how you can obviously push that out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you've got it, you yeah. know what I mean? As long as you've got those whys and you know that solution, then your product is gonna be able to be marketable. Mm. And if it's marketable, you can sell it. And if you can sell it, you can make some cash. So mm -hmm. good luck everyone. If you wanted to even put your um, ideas right. as to yeah. products would be so cool and what that solution is, we can have maybe a conversation in the comments below. But good luck everyone and we'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye.